How many are in the mood for a short Christmas sermon? Amen. If you are not, I am. I promise not to keep you too long. Today, I know that uh, even if you've already spent some time opening presents, you've got things to get to, things to do. But I do appreciate you spending some time in the house of the Lord today worshiping the King of Kings. Amen. I want to take our attention to the book of John this morning, to chapter 4. John chapter 4, and I'm going to read quickly verses 5 through 10. John 4 and verse 5, we begin. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour of the day, so it's about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask to drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, And he would have given you living water. I want to talk briefly today about unknown gifts. Lord, thank you again for this day, this time of precious memories and lots of food that we eat too much of. Ask for your blessing today upon me, upon every family here. Help us to grow in you and in goodwill. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, you may have uh, opened all of your gifts or maybe some gifts last night. You may have gotten up early this morning and opened gifts, or it may be coming once I shut up. But, of course, Christmas is a time of giving, and we love to do it. It's fun. It's fun to watch gifts being opened, expectation, anticipation, a little bit of unknown. And uh, I think my, my favorite Christmas, as a, at least since being a parent, Maximus was two or three. And you know, a two or three-year-old, they have really no concept of the value of anything you would buy them. And so it's really, it dawned on me before that Christmas came that, you know, it would be a lot better for me to spend less money and buy a lot of junk that he could just get excited about opening. And he he probably has no memory of this, I don't know. So I went to the dollar store and I bought 30 things, wrapped them all individually. And it was just a blast watching him tear through one after the other. It was just just great because it didn't really matter what was in it. It was all about the the opening of the gift. His tastes have changed these days. And uh, 
to be expected, right? To be expected. But Christmas is wonderful, and uh, opening gifts and giving gifts is wonderful. However, sometimes people are not really good at receiving gifts. I, I tend to, for the family, for my, for my family I, and, and, and that, that closer circle, I, I try to get everyone a little something. You know, you get older and you start to draw names or you start to just buy for kids or whatever. But I, I like to be able to give someone something. And this started years ago when I was uh, probably, I think, 19. I was in Bible school. I didn't have any money to buy people any gifts. And so I basically found everyone a gift. I, ha- I can't even remember all of the things that, that transpired so that I was able to get everyone a gift, but I remember like Donna, I was walking through the mall in Indiana and someone had dropped a hat. But it was clean, it was new, and I couldn't find who the owner of the hat was, certainly, so I'm like, well, Donna, Merry Christmas, there you go. <clears throat> and so I have this kind of tradition where I try to give everyone, like just something simple, dollar store value bin, something that hopefully you can actually use, even if it's not that big of a deal. One year I bought, for several people, bags of gummy bears. You know, just, you know, simple, right? And I gave it to someone, and, and they took it in their hand, and they said, I don't want this. And it was just too funny for me to be upset, <laughs> because they were so bad at receiving the gift. I don't care that you don't want the gummy bears. I don't care that that's not your type of candy. Just say, thank you, Merry Christmas, and then throw it away behind my back. I don't care. Uh, but, it, yeah, it was a funny story. Funny story. I mentioned earlier when we prayed about our Wednesday night service and giving the world love. I have a simple message for us today. The world, and by that I just mean lost souls. So much of the time they have no idea what they really need. They have no idea what you can give them. They have no idea of the value, really, that is in the gospel. If you thought about it like this, there was maybe a storm that came through. There was a flood taking place. You were on solid ground and you had a life preserver. Hundreds of people are trying to find their way to solid ground. You know there's no way to save them all. But you have a rope. You have a, a device. You have a, a lifesaver. Would you, would you not throw it out because you know you can't save them all? Or would you just try your best to save anyone you could? Would you not try your best to throw it? Would you, would you worry about whether or not the lifesaver was their color, their favorite color? Would you, would you worry about whether that flotation device was, you know, designed for them, packaged the right way? Would you worry about whether or not, you know, they, would you worry about hitting them in the head with the device when you threw it? Now you would, just, you would just throw it as best you could. 
And here is, here is the point that the world, whether it knows it or not, is drowning. They are on their way to hell. And the only way they get saved is if someone throws them the lifeline. If someone reaches them with the truth. It is not your job to save every soul. It is not your job to cast it perfectly. It is not your job to package the gospel in such a way that no one could, could refuse it. It is just your job to throw the gift. The difference, of course, being obvious, the, the flood people know is there. The world, however, seems to not know it's drowning much of the time. They don't know the gift that you have. Jesus said to the woman, if you had known the gift of God, if you had known who is talking to you right now, you would have asked, and I'd have given you living water. Her not understanding it, and there it is, the world doesn't understand. Her not understanding it, she said, well, you... You didn't bring anything to draw water with, and you didn't bring anything to carry water in. What are you even talking about, you strange man? The world doesn't know. The world doesn't understand. It is still your job. It is still my job to throw the life preserver. I think we really do get caught up a lot of times in trying to find the perfect moment to find the perfect words, to find, well, I, I don't know, you know, work may not like it if I brought it up right now. Hey, it's your job to throw the lifeline. School's not going to like it if I talk religion. Hey, it's your job to throw the lifeline. It's a gift of God. And the world doesn't know it's there. And you're worried about hitting them in the head too hard with it. Well, that may be the only way to wake them up. You don't know. I don't know. God only knows. But instead of worrying so much about the perfect opportunity, words perfectly spoken, can we trust in the Lord that he will guide our words, that he will take our meager efforts, and that he will help blossom them into something? You've got a great gift, church. You've got the best of gifts. Eternal life. Amen. Eternal life. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Why? So that the world would have eternal life. But there's a whole world of people that don't know the gift even exists. They don't know it is for them. They don't know that they don't have it. Don't worry so much about them being a good receiver of the gift. Amen? Don't worry so much about them receiving it the right way. If they reject it, that's not your fault. But if you never cast the line, that is your fault. So can we say today, this next year, whether I'm ready for it or not, whether I feel I've got the right words or not, whether I feel like I've got enough energy or not, I will cast the lifeline of the gospel. Every chance I get, every person I can, I'm going to challenge them and help them with the gospel. 
Oh, what if you don't save but, but just one? All of heaven rejoices if one sinner repents. So cast that line. Cast it in faith. Cast it in hope. Cast it as the great gift it is. And let God work it out in that person's life. Amen. Let's all stand. Aaron, I'm going to have you come back and lead us again in Hark the Herald Angels Sing as we dismiss today. And let's sing unto the Lord this old hymn. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful ye nations rise, Join the triumph of the skies With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Let's bless the Lord, church. Hallelujah. Thank you, O oh God, for that great gift. Help us to cherish it. Help us to honor it, O oh God. Help us to share it with the world. Give us wisdom. Give us, O oh God, understanding. Give us, O oh Lord, another measure of faith that we can act upon what we do have. Help us, O oh Lord, this day and this coming year be a light shining in darkness and all men would be drawn unto you we thank you O oh god for your word we thank you O oh god for people of like precious faith we thank you that you've blessed us that you've increased us help us O oh lord to honor you with our lives in jesus wonderful name amen merry christmas church you're dismissed in the name of the lord
downstairs as you're leaving heart to heart has made some christmas ornaments be sure to pick one up for your family on your way out today